to episode nine of Simply Soccer. I'm Michelle Hootink, your host. Uh, if you don't know me already, I am the writer for MLS Female, and I love soccer, specifically the U.S. men's team, U.S. women, and of course, LA Galaxy. Joining me today is Antonio Rojas. He has his own podcast, and I'm very excited to have him on. Uh, I was a guest, and we started talking to each other on Twitter, and I was like, nope. Nope, this is going to get too long. We need to record. So, hey, Tony, thanks for joining. Hi, everybody. I am Antonio Rojas, the host of Host Talk. Um, I upload um, my own podcast every maybe two weeks, usually every single week. It depends on my uh, schedule mostly. But, yeah, mostly right now I just finished doing the Spider-Man Far From Home in review. Um, it's just, I usually, this in reviews, I usually do between 15 to half an hour on my way, not the, you know, uh, Hollywood way telling you what's up, but yeah, I'm very excited. My second introduction to the podcast, other than the one that I have right now. What does that mean? Other than the Hollywood way? Well, I'm talking about like, you know, the press, you know, they got to see the screenings, which they don't get paid. I have to pay for my own ticket. Oh, yeah. So we it, paid. We paid. <laughs> yeah, but since I have A-lister, you know, I, I get to pick my ticket. And I only pay like 20 bucks a month. Oh, that's so I'm, cool. So I'm good with that. So, you know, I went to the movies today. Mm-hmm. I, I tried to get a Coke. They didn't have no Coke. I went to get a Sprite. It tasted horrible. And they didn't have no Pepsi. So I just drank water. Oh, my and, goodness. And I needed a lemon. And they didn't have no lemon. So I was <laughs> bummed out. So I ordered chicken tenders and they didn't have no barbecue. So my day was good. So how was everybody else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm well, thanks. I'm I'm hanging in there. Um also like it's it's summertime, so it's a little hot. But they had Taco Tuesday at my school and I just finished teaching the film class doing the Hollywood thing. Um over here talking to students about like events that we have in Hollywood and teaching them about cinema and television, cinematography, uh, soundtracks, like you name it. So. Mm, that's good. That's good. To hear. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Mm. Yeah. So, so yes, the whole reason that we're talking at all <laughs> is for soccer give the people also what they want, but also, yeah, getting to know, getting to know us too as hosts. That's good. That's good. I thought we were going to be talking about the movie Go. You know, that, that's a classic movie. Oh, right? you know what? I actually really like that movie. I saw it in theaters. Like, <laughs> I saw it pirated. I paid like eight bucks oh, for this guy from McDonald's. He was like, hey, you know, I got movies for like eight bucks. It's like, I'll give you $5 deal here. All right. I get the movie. You know what happened? It didn't show nothing. It was a blank DVD. God damn that butterfucker. I'm about to go over there and like try to find that guy. But hey, I rented it. But yeah, you, I mean, you've, you've seen it though then. Since. Yeah, I seen one and two. Third one, not that much. Oh, uh, I only saw the first one. Uh, yeah, that's all you need to know. Just watch the first one. <laughs> don't, watch, don't watch the other two. Okay. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> Doing all movie reviews now. This is great. Oh, yeah, we're taking this to a whole different level. Yeah, we are. Talking about reviewing soccer movies. Oh, we're going to be. Yeah. No, I'm saying this this whole episode is going to be all about movies and and love life, especially from your little love life with Boltang. You know, how's that? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man, uh, Love Life is DOA. Um, <laughs> that's a friend's reference for people who don't know. Um, yeah, no, movies are my second love. So uh, I actually didn't watch the San Jose Cali Classico um, live. I was at Cinespia watching Reality Bites, this movie from 1994 with Ethan Hawke and went on a writer. Um, but believe me, as soon as I got signal back, cause like, I don't know if you guys know, but Sinestria is in the Hollywood forever cemetery. And so like my signal was really weak, so I couldn't keep up with the game, which was fine. Cause I could sit and enjoy the movie. But then after when I saw like the re-zero, I'm sorry, but as soon as I saw, sorry, not sorry. Okay. When I saw Botang was starting, I'm, I'm sorry, but I knew that we were going to lose. I just did. And let it out. Let it out. I, I know that he's a, allegedly five foot nine, but dreamy. Let's all they, remember he's dreamy. They they try to. You seem to be in love with him. They really try to cross. I mean, like, look, the Galaxy have look. We saw against Cincy, Cincinnati FC. Um, yes, we won that game, but I feel like you know that that team was also in shambles. Like they have fired their coach and and. I think their whole front office or something like that. And so I, I'm not surprised that we won. I was glad for the win. I didn't care. They could celebrate all those goals too, but um, they kept the same strategy though, where they kept trying to cross and they kept trying to cross and Zlatan has just been standing around and he's been standing around from the beginning, but now it's like, now you can tell. And I don't know if it's his age. I don't know if it's injury that he's kind of playing with. We are a little bit short staffed. I hate saying that, but like, we're missing key players like uh, Jonathan Dos Santos and Antuna are away on international play. Legit is with us, but he just hasn't been the same. And, and Boateng, he just, he can't finish goals. And like I said, you can't try to cross goals. Somebody he, to him, to Boateng specifically, he just, you know, and like I said, the strategy does a lot of times. That's what it's been. And like the only person so far that's like given any kind of hope to like actually connect, it seems to be Fabio. Um, but again, like Cincinnati, that, that whole match, it just, like I said, that team, that team is falling apart. And that's why when you asked me, like, should they fire Esqueloto? And no, I don't think so because they fired Anolfo who had a similar record of, we could win away, which we were away in San Jose, which is why I thought, Hey, we're going to be okay. But no, that's not what ended up happening. So I just don't think like based on our history that that's what we should have done. I mean, like I said, it's not just any one answer. I'm tired of the excuses that, that it is key, you know, that we're missing key players that, you know, I don't know, Zlatan's terrible attitude and, and he looks tired and like, like he's not giving an effort or like blaming it on Bingham, you know? Um, Cause they did score on him twice in the same kind of way. Um, that was the quakes that did that. And so I don't know. Like, it's hard. I don't think that there's any one answer. I had more hope with Escaloto. I had more hope with um, Tecose. But then after the U.S. Open Cup and us losing to Portland, I really thought, I thought that they were going to take it more seriously. I thought that there were more things that were going to happen um, to make it to make it better. And my only thing about losing the matches is the the galaxy are exposed, you know, and I'm hoping that by losing, it's going to be able to 
to fix the problems, right? But we keep saying that and we keep having hope and us fans are like, on to the next one, short-term memory, you know? But like, how many times are we going to keep saying this? And the only thing why I also don't want to fire Escaloto is because these aren't really his guys, right? Like the team, you know, we have to start looking long-term and unfortunately we have to start looking, fortunately, unfortunately, we have to start looking toward next season. So yes, the summer window is coming. We're trying to figure out what to do in terms of money and MLS rules and the like, but like um, we, we have a couple, you know, rumors floating around about who we can get in this summer window. But to be honest with you, I think, yes, definitely we'll make the playoffs. Like, you know, we're still in second place, but I just think, Long-term, um, Escaloto deserves one more season only because he can get his players in, he can get his guys in, and then maybe he can run the team that he wants to. I have to admit that Zlatan needs to go next season. I'm done. I'm done with him. I'm done with his attitude. I'm done with his his being captain. I do think that um, Jonathan Dos Santos should be wearing that armband. Um, I think Zlatan, you know, has been has been toxic and like when and he's not the only problem. Okay, but I can just see like either he doesn't want to be here or he thinks like he's the best and he's MLS MLZ and like I get it. He's G nine D. I get it. But he's just not the same player that he was. And he, in this, you know, okay, there have been other times where the Galaxy was a one-man show, but I'm over it. I'm over it, and we need the, the, them as the team to be playing all, all together. And so, um, you know, to be honest with you, I wasn't really on board with Zlatan coming here in the first place. And my very my, my MLS female article says that. And even when he did come here and I was at that press conference, you know, I asked GBS, like, what are we going to be doing for the summer window? Like, when are we going to be ready? Like, I, I wanted to know. I didn't want it to be just about Zlatan, you know? Well, to be honest, um, it's pretty much is Zlatan's show and Galaxy is like the, the backup band, the way I look at it. I don't know if you've seen the picture um, on Twitter from that game that you see uh, doing the group photo. Mm-hmm. Um Everybody was all smiling, looking at the camera, and you see Slatan just putting his head down like he didn't give, you know, two Two heads. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to make it more PG, but... (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's it's tough because I did have high hopes for Zlatan, and I really do think that um, we can... Look, it's like we're half a little more than halfway through the season. Like we, we can still do this, but I don't want to win MLS cup this way. I don't know. Like this, like, I just think that we can do better. I think that we can be better. I think the fans need, need more. And to be honest with you, like we just got emails saying about how they're increasing um, and auto renewing season ticket holders prices. And I get that part of that is just business, but I'm just like, he just because a lot of name is on it. Like yeah. he can't, he can't be doing this, you know? And like, I get it. The galaxy are the winningest team and we have the most silverware, but like, this isn't like, but they're not playing that way right now. Mm. Well, let me give you this, this thing, what he said. And, um, mm-hmm. in a press conference, he said, um, I have won so many trophies more than the MLS. How you take those comments that he said? I know. Um, that's, this is that Euro, 
snobbery that I can't stand. Um, you know, people are constantly telling me, and I have international students on average, they're about 23 years old and I'm not afraid to come in here and like, you know, show my love for the U S men who are not doing very well. Um, you know, and wear my galaxy Jersey and tell them like, I'm going to the 4th of July game and, you know, but they say, but they do say, they're like, ah, but MLS, you know, it's not real soccer. And like, oh, Zlatan, you know, they're just the only reason they want to go to a game is Zlatan. And, and then when they do go to the game, like I do overhear people say like, this isn't soccer. And like, I'm just tired of all that. Like I want, I don't want my league to be treated like Every a retirement, time. a retirement home. And then not just that, but like even the U.S. men. Right. A lot of them are MLS, are MLSers. Yeah. Um, and so when they're playing on there, they're like the only people that are on that team that are doing well are Pulisic and McKinney. And it's because they play in Europe. And I, I mean, they're not wrong, but it's like, I don't want to be seen that way. I want to be able to know that my, my league can't compete. And my league is not a joke to people. And and this is how you grow soccer in the U.S. and that we are a soccer country. Like, I'm tired of hearing these, like, old narratives when when we need to change and we need to grow. So, you know, that, that does start with who we sign and who we bring here. Um, you know, I mean, yes, I, my, my, our coach is, is Argentinian. So he's going to bring in his guys. Fine. You know, but... But I, I just think that we, as a league, can can develop more. And you were you were talking about um, NYCFC, like they were missing key players as well. And there's still a good a good race uh, for for the MLS Cup, and we don't know exactly who. Like nobody's quite ruled out quite yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, especially for NYCFC, we played against first place Philadelphia, and we and they beat them four to two. Um, the only difference um, is that they're in first place because they play more games than us. We only play 15 out of their 19. And if we would have played those, uh, let's say, four games, if let's say we would want them, we would have had about 35 points about mm-hmm. that if we would have had the same stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Mostly that's how the schedule is here in MLS. Some teams have more, like FC Dallas already played 19 games. Um, others have 17, 16, you know, this other stuff. I think mostly we cannot really compare how the season really is until everybody's all equal. And usually we will not know until like September, August, September, around that area, we, when they're like really much more closer. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're, you're right about that. And then when you see bottom of the table teams like Colorado Rapids beating LAFC, um, you know, Portland Timbers, to be honest with you, they look like they're taking open cup really seriously. And so I just feel like, yeah, it's going to take till August, September, which is why it's also frustrating. Cause like the galaxy can do this. They can win. So, you know, excuses aside, like get it together. Like, I, like you said, like, I'm not really hundred percent sure. It's not just any one thing that they need, you know, but what I do like about GBS is that he will, bench players that are not performing. He gives them chances. And then it's like, okay, well, it's time It's time to give Romney his chance. You know, Shelvick is not in the lineup. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and then like Perry Kitchen last season wasn't great. And now he's, he's stepping it up. So, you know, we definitely don't lack talent on the roster. So I, I'm just not 100% sure like what it is that's going on. 
Mm. It's not any one thing. Yeah, I keep saying yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you also said something about you know the trans the summer transfer market opening. Mm-hmm. Rumors going around right now that Jonathan De Santos is is possibly going to Liga MX to join his brother. Rumor to go into Club America. I'm hearing rumors that Antuna, his contract with Emma, with LA Galaxy might be short, might be going to a team either in the Netherlands or play in Spain. How, as a Galaxy fan, what's your reaction to that? Um, I mean, they are just rumors. Uh, you hear things like that all the time. I, I personally don't find any findings in that. And that's mostly because my friend on Twitter, LA galaxy rumors, he's, he's pretty on top of things and what's going on. So I just, I'm not worried about that. I think even corner of the galaxy, um, who if people don't know, they're fellow podcasters and they're obviously the best in the business in my opinion, because they have the most followers and the the most inside info, the most in depth info, um, that you can find. And so, you know, they're always live tweeting and everything. And I just don't think that they found any findings on, um, on that, on those, um, to those rumors, you know? So, so I'm just, I'm just thinking like, okay, let's wait and see if anything, I want to see who's coming in. Um, Alessandrini to me would have to be the one to go just because he's injured right now. And I've heard more rumors like since last season about him trying to go back to France. So that to me seems more likely to happen. Um, you know, Hmm. and, and like Pavon, like that was another rumor and that looks like less and less likely now that that's happening. Um, they're showing an interest in Benedetto. And so we have to, like I said, we just have to wait and see. I mean, that's part of the excitement of all of this, you know, the mm. summer window. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If, if Let's say a, a name, a, a big defender says, I'm in the market. Let's say the name Cellini. Right now, mm-hmm. rumors around going around that there's three teams, one in his service. One of them is Man United, PSG, and NYCFC. But mm. you think if, let's just say, maybe the Galaxy says we would like his service, will you like somebody like him? But Here's the thing. Uh, there's been a little bit of controversy um, a couple of months ago about racism. You know, his comment says about one of his teammates during that game. Would you like somebody like him joining the LA Galaxy? I mean, uh, short answer, no. Um, straight up, straight up, just no because of the racist stuff. Like, um, what I what I was thinking of when you were saying uh, that kind of thing. So, like, no to that guy. Um, but when I'm thinking about who they can bring in, right. Um, because what, in, what I, what I was thinking when you were saying that was, um, we haven't been able to replace Ola Kamara, like Kamara wanted out. Um, you know, when he had arrived, he was super excited and I was excited to see where he was going to play, but then there was no space for him when Zlatan got here. So whoever they bring in has to be able to create chances. And, you know, I feel like the galaxy are just very predictable, like their strategy. And maybe that is coaching, which I have criticized Escalota for. It's like, you can't just keep trying to cross things. You can't, you know, you can play through the middle, but it depends. Like if when you have Jonathan Dos Santos in the middle, but then when you have legit kind of slowing things up or like even Corona, like, you know, what are you supposed to do? 
And then they were talking about holes in our defense and, you know, that they let Bingham down and then like, but then, but then Bingham gets scored on twice in the same kind of way. And then that's on Bingham. So, so to me, whoever they bring in, in that case would have to just be able to, I don't know, like, I was going to say like, fill, like fill in the cracks, but then that's putting a lot on just one person. Like, I don't think it's any one answer. Um, and like I said, and then that person, whoever, whoever's coming in is going to have to learn how to play with the team. Like everybody has individual talent. That's, that's not the problem. It's playing together. And you can tell somebody like Jonathan Dos Santos was sorely missed in that Quakes game. You could just, I mean, he, if, if anybody's carrying this team, it's him. Mm, all right. All right. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, for, now, like you said, Galaxy is a second place, thirty-one points. LAFC is thirty-seven points. But but here's my question to you: In your honest opinion, as a Galaxy fan, was it a big waste letting go Giovanni dos Santos, knowing what is going on right now? In your honest opinion, no, no, because. No, there's no way that Gio would have, would have worked here at, at all. He hadn't been performing well. And like anybody who's not doing their job, they have to go. And I feel like that he had his chances. I feel like, I feel like we've covered that in a lot of, in a lot of ways in that, like, I'm glad that we bought him out. I'm glad that he's gone. I don't miss him because when he was here, it, it wasn't working. Like he wasn't, he was never the answer nor the solution. He was never even to me, like really a factor in, in this team now, especially when you see how much Jonathan DeSantos is literally flourishing without him on that field. I mean, it, to me, it's without question. And then obviously we got the money to bring in, you know, who we needed for that. So it's like, yeah, uh, no, <laughs> nope. Thank you. Next. <laughs> Bye, boy. Oh man, so much, so much love right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, so you said about your coach. Um, yeah. They play San Jose Earthquakes, which is oh, I'm gonna say this: being coached by Matias Almeida. Mm-hmm. Right now, you guys got 31 points. San Jose has 25. If you had the chance, if Galaxy had the chance before this whole thing, would you would have taken the coach that you have right now or Matias Almeida? That's tough. That's tough because I, we've been wanting Scalotto for like, I think, three years. Um, that, that's a tough one. And, and the reason I say that is because like the Quakes are performing really well. They have, I have to give credit where credit is due. Um, they're definitely not the same team that we've seen before. And I mean, we'll have to see what their new player looks like, but um, they didn't play him, but uh, you know, I don't know. It's San Jose. Like I, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for them to just start choking again. Um, <laughs> oh, there, there's definitely a rivalry there. There's definitely a bitterness there because of Wando, but like um, not only just breaking the score, uh, the record for, you know, Landon Donovan's record, but, um, 
but I don't forgive him for 2014 uh, World Cup. So, um, but going back to their coach, I mean, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick by the coach because, like I said, Escalota, we've been wanting him here. He's got great experience. I was at his press conference. Like, um, I, I really think that him and and uh, Teclose working together can work. You know, they've we've just got to give him one more season. Ask me this question next season. <laughs> you know, I think he's got to be given a fair chance. Like, I think it's terrible when you keep firing your coaches and like the galaxy have done that in the past. Like, like I said, I'm And like, it just, that's not the only thing. Mm-hmm. Well, let me, let me, uh, let me tell you this. I, I made a question on the NYCFC podcast, like months ago, I think months ago, like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I made this thing when the announcement of, Matias Almeida coming to San Jose. I said, who will win a trophy first? San Jose or NYCFC? <laughs> and honestly, honestly, I would say this. Just the MLS Cup. I think San Jose has a pretty chance. Just by his coach. Because of what he has done with Chivas. And and this is... And, yeah, that's right. You're a Chivas fan. <laughs> yeah. And And... The way how San Jose is playing is pretty much this like it's, it's going parallel from from the seasons beforehand, and I even though they're not first, second, or third place right now, you know they could surprise anybody at the moment. Right now, they surprise that like Galaxy. Of course, they they were not you know full strength, but you know who really isn't. You know this like like I said in in the game. You, there's no excuses. You have who you have, mm-hmm. and whoever you have. If if you cannot, if they, the players cannot go the full ninety and break in the result, then you know that's their fault. It, it to me, it's just about the rivalry. Is the principle of the matter? Like, I, I don't care who their coach is. I don't care. I'll give credit where credit is due. But like, we're keeping this PG. But like, forget San Jose. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was embarrassing to lose to them. It was super embarrassing. We had 600 fans fly over there or travel to there. They drove, you know? Like, can you, like just letting down the fans like that? Like, I just... Like, look, their, their stadium was sold out because Lawton was playing, just like everybody else. You know what I mean? So, it's just... It's, it's really, really frustrating and, and embarrassing to lose to... We call them the Smurfs. Like... <laughs> Yeah, but you guys lost three zero. That's the thing. It was there was no there was a shout out three zero, and it could have yeah. been more. And let's all be honest, it could have been more the way how they were playing. Yeah, but from what I've read and what I've seen, like the Galaxy were not outplayed. Not really, not really. They so, were just the defensive. The defensive was more open, and and if they have what is somebody like let's say Carlos Fierro, their new player that's mm-hmm. coming up. I really think this could have been at least four or five zero. Yeah, well, we also lost five zero last season um, up in Seattle, and look at Seattle. So, like, I'm just saying, like, I'm not. It, I mean, that's that's the thing about this league, right? It's 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 there is a little bit of inconsistency. It is unpredictable in a lot of ways. Um, that's the fun of it, but it's also like anything can happen. Hmm. And, and and that's something that's unique to to our league. I mean, like I said, like LAFC, who also I can't, you know, back because they're my, you know, rivals. I, you say that term loosely because we've only had like one season, but that's where we are. We're at with El Trafico, right? 
And that's who, and that's who we're really worried about facing at the end of this month as fans in terms of not everybody, but like, if we can't even beat teams like Colorado and if we're losing to San Jose, like it does not bode well against LAFC. And let's be honest, like that rivalry is grown to something. Um, I don't even want to call it a rivalry. It's just that that whole matchup has just become like, it's just like, like just violent and just like there's there's just so much animosity and it's just it almost sucks the fun out of it so you know it, it is what it is um they lost also to Colorado so like I said anything can happen in the in this league mm, yeah that's true well you you guys have um you guys have, like you say, LA, uh, LAFC on the 19, I think you guys play? Yeah, right? yeah. Now, around that around the time, you should have Atuna and Dos Santos back. Now, let's say full strength, uh, what's your prediction for that game, even though it's like weeks in advance? Well, I mean, I, I'm my prediction is it easily could be a draw to be honest with you, um, in that we, when we last played them in bank, um, the, it, it was a draw. And the other times that we won, I mean, okay, nobody's going to ever forget March 31st when Zlatan debuted. Um, and the Galaxy, once again, they had come from behind in that match before Zlatan stepped on the pitch. So I, I have a feeling that they, they understand the importance of this rivalry, you know, but the way that we're playing, especially the way that we've been playing at home, it doesn't look like a for sure win. I don't have that same confidence. Um, the like best case scenario is, is my feeling it's a draw. I don't want to lose to that team yet. I'm not ready for that. And I don't want to lose at home for sure. To, to them. Well, before your whole, you know, El Trafico or what I like to call it, um, um, well, I'm the real LA, LA team. You're just a team from far away. <laughs> That's just absolutely <laughs> absurd. I, I really can't stand that. That is just the dumbest thing. It's like, are you even from Los Angeles? Or is anybody even like in the area I, I don't even understand that. Like, first of all, we've been here since 96. So that's freaking ridiculous. And we used to play at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. And like, really, you're going to say like, that's not LA. That's what LA is. That's what's always bugged me about this. Like, LA is Carson. It is Inglewood. It's Watts. It's Compton. It's Pasadena. It's, it goes, technically LA goes all the way up to Lancaster. So, I mean, for people to just sit there and be like, no, that's not LA. Like, yeah, come off of it. Like, they just don't have any better comebacks and they don't have any better... Uh, put downs. They, just, they can't even say anything about that. Well, that's true. Well, you have two classics. Well, Thursday you got Toronto playing. Then you have again the return of San Jose going into your stadium, and then you got El Trafico <laughs> like that. Now, your guys already lost one classic. What will happen that week that you lose against San Jose? Let's say again. And then against LAFC, what would your mind be around that time? Losing. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you want me to say that I'd be super pissed and want to um, fire Scalotto. Um, 
No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, what's going to be your emotions? You know, you, you already lost one classic. Then you have back-to-back classic that, you know, San Jose, the 12, and then the 19 against LAFC, you know. I, I mean, you should definitely check on me. And it's mostly to make sure that I haven't burnt this city to the ground. Like, <laughs> you know, we're like, LA used to have riots, you know, like when the Lakers would win, we'd riot. When the Lakers would lose, we'd riot. Um, and then, I don't know, the city got quiet, which is nice, but it's also like, is this LA? Um, <laughs> no, but in, in, all, in all seriousness, look, if we're going to lose to these rivals, like, then we deserve to. If, if that's going to wake everybody up and that's going to, like, light a fire under Esqueloto, then, like, so be it then. Um, you can't get better until it gets worse, right? Like, we have to hit rock bottom. <laughs> we have to hit rock bottom. Um, because I feel like all of our problems were masked by wins before. And people just weren't seeing it. And like I said, from from last last season, gosh, time goes way fast. True. Right? True, true. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but anyway, look, the Galaxy, yeah, short, short-term memory, we want to forget about the bad seasons, but... When uh, Zlatan had had signed on and everything, like, yeah, you know, look what look what we stepped into. Look at look at you know. So now now we're coming off of a second season with him, and you know we we've we've seen the problems and we've seen how they've been masked before, and and now like I said, all we can do is move forward. And I am already looking toward next season as being better. Now, if we're still like this next season then, yeah, it's just going to have to be, I don't know, we'll just have to, yeah, then at that point, then, yes, we'll have to fire Escaloto and and back to score one. Well, you know, and, and the top of goal scorers this season so far, Vela has 16, Slatan has 11. I mean, Slatan yeah. is doing his job. Um, He's going to get his goals. Like, I'm not worried about that. You know what I mean? But that's the problem that he just wants to do him. And it's like, it's, it's pretty dude, much, it's dude, pretty why much, are you even the captain? If you only care about yourself, it's pretty much like you want the, the goal to be shared. So that way you can say, you know, if Satan is injured, this other stuff, you know, this other person could, you know, um, step up to the plate and this other stuff. But all you can see is, is like how NYC FC used to be, with Vela is with Villa, my bad. With Villa, mm-hmm. um, they always pass the ball to him, and he will try to do what he can, and everybody else stand back. And I feel for LA Galaxy, is almost exactly the same. Absolutely. No, it's the most frustrating thing to watch, and especially when you have somebody, uh, when you put Boateng uh, out on the wing like that. Like he's always been a spark off the bench. Um, you know, Pontius is somebody that. You know, I had always looked at as being better, but that he also really hasn't really been the same this season. And so that's what I'm talking about. Like, we have to wait and see, unfortunately, like, wh- what's next? Like, where are these players going to go? Who can we get that is going to do what they're supposed to be doing? Obviously, strategies. That's why I do feel like, no, that is – I'm holding Escaloto accountable. Uh, I definitely think, like, it looks like it looks like we lack strategy. And I understand that he wants offensive play offensive play but like I mean how do you manage somebody like Zlatan as well like you know so 
Yeah. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you this as a Galaxy fan. Mm. For you, what is considered a successful um, season other than winning the cup? Well, a successful season, that's a good question, would be at this point, because I want to be realistic as well. Yeah, you got to be realistic. Okay, I got to be realistic. Um, I would like to get the Supporter Shield. Um, I, you know, I really wish that we would have won U.S. Open Cup. So already, to me, this this season it's not as successful as it could have been because they, I wish that they would have taken that seriously. Uh, I feel like it would have made us actual contenders for MLS Cup. Um, at this point, I feel like it's really terrible, like making making the playoffs, but then also like semifinals, you know, of the playoffs, especially now that it's straight up knockout knockout rounds. Yeah. Um. I just, and I mean, look, I understand that Galaxy had a lot of travel. They have a lot, they have a tight schedule. This, this new schedule, it's very MLS, isn't it? And so I, I completely understand a lot of the issues with that as well. But this is their job. You know, they play soccer and Escaloto knows how to run a tight ship in terms of training these guys. Like they're just training and doing what they should have been doing. So, I mean, obviously you can't help things like injuries, um, but I, I definitely would think that a successful season right now, realistically, would, would be making like semifinals of the playoffs. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Semifinals, I could probably see it. Right now, if you guys would have been playing, I think what well, you'll be playing against Houston Dynamo. Yeah, right? Houston Dynamo. Yeah, they started off strong, but look at them now, too. And the same thing that I was going to say about Toronto. Too, they're like they're not the same team either. Um, yeah, you know when 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 they've been winning, it's been a little bit of a surprise to me. I'm just like, okay, you know, but it is that cup that that cup hangover. You know what I mean? But um, I I think so. <laughs> you know, but um, it's been a long time since the Galaxy have won. MLS Cup. It's been too many seasons now since we've been playing well. Um, to be honest with you, like DC United, one they can get one more star and be tied up with us. The only thing that we have going for us is that we have more awards, more silverware, like the Supporter Shield, um, than any other team in the league. So that's like another thing that we can hang on to. But we do have a standard. Um, when you think about soccer in the U.S., you still think LA Galaxy. Everybody knows. A lot of my students, I'll be real honest, don't even know that we have another team. Uh, in LA and so you know what I mean I just I we just need to okay it's really annoying because like I know you're you're in Jersey right but like yeah I hate the Yankees and they have they are the winningest team it's the same thing as the Patriots they're the winningest team and I hate them but when it comes to LA Galaxy it's completely different it's like a standard it's like a basic expectation the Galaxy used to be a threat. People used to worry about playing at home, at our home. It was always a fortress, you know, and I just want that reputation back. I just want to uphold that. So pretty much is the, how do I say this? If everybody else is winning and if it's not, and if it's not a team that I win, everybody else sucks, even though they have won so many stuff. But even though in my, the, the sport that I acknowledge um, if I'm winning more, I'm the best. Everybody else is suck. Kind of, you have that feeling, like double spend. Oh, I mean, I don't mean it quite like that. So, like, 
I want us to prove how good we can be. We look good on paper, but we need to look good on the pitch. And that's all I want. I just want the galaxy and the coaches and the, you know, to, to just uphold that standard of play. You know, Zlatan choking people out is not, is not okay at all. It's not cool. Um, I understand his frustrations. We're all frustrated. Nobody's more frustrated than the fans, you know? And I freaking hate it when he turns around and does a bicycle kick against New England. Like, dude, like, if you can do that kind of stuff, like, you know, it's just, it's really, really aggravating. And so I just, I want them to play like a team again. I want them to be challenged, but I want them to be able to step up to that challenge. I, I don't want to think, oh, here we go again. Or like, oh, great, we're losing to a bottom of the table team. Like, what is that about? You know? And so I, I just know that we can be better. And like any, like anything, it, it, you know, you always got to challenge them to, to do better and be better and be the team that you know that they can be. At the beginning of this season, there, and there was some good-looking soccer. They looked really good. But, like, if you're not scoring the goals, it doesn't matter how good you look. So I need them to be consistent. Right now, it's kind of hard to assess. Right now, I, don't, I feel like my confidence is shaken in the team. And I, I feel like I don't recognize this team. Uh, you know, Zlatan's having his head down in photos. They're laughing after they lose. Like, who who are these guys? Where are my Mike McGee's? You know, where where's where's our Landon Donovan? And He's I just some, somewhere oh good in Lord. like like fourth division. Oh, okay, but you know you know what I I know I know he's in goodness Um, but you know what I mean. Like the the guys yeah. really love the team. That's what I miss about Alessandrini. Is God he bled blue and gold you know what I mean like he he loved the team and I just don't feel that love from these guys I feel like they're either in it for themselves or they're they're half-hearted playing I I really don't this is not the galaxy that I recognize Mm. you guys have won five titles if I remember right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay last time you guys won a championship was in 2014 it's been five years it has Five years ago, you has won the Fed Cup, and it's been five. So lucky number right now is five. Okay. <laughs> now, honestly, right now, you guys are in second place. In your honest opinion, in your hearts, how the team is right now, you think you have the possibility 2019 being your year of winning the sixth? I used to think so. I don't think so now. And to be honest with you, I don't want it this way. Um, I, I don't think we're good enough. I think that we need to do better. Um, I would be super mad, <laughs> um, you know, because it's just, I look, people are going to criticize. I get it. And a lot of people are like, winning is winning, but this isn't fast and furious. Okay. Like, hey, I'm moving. moving. <laughs> is it? fun you know but like that's not what I'm saying though but like you know I, I care about the way that we win and I'll be honest the 2012 and the 2014 Cups a lot of people said Beckham or Keane or Landon Donovan carried those champions so championships so I feel like we haven't been as good as we can be and I think that that needs to change so I instead would feel and hope that 2020 would be the year just because projecting that GBS can have the guys that he wants um, and that they can take open cup seriously and, 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 and really, you know, hit it, 
mm. hit it the way that they should have been hitting it. Cause like, to me, like halfway through the season, the way that they've been playing, I, this is like I said, below standard. Okay. It's subpar. They get a C from this teacher. Okay. <laughs> like, do you need, needs to work harder. <laughs> I could see that violin on the poor table. You're like, bam. Oh my God, you can hear it. <laughs> I, there's probably a hole right there. You just tell them, oh no, I'm, Captain Marvel just came here and blasted through this thing. I, I can't. The myself. only thing I love more than the LA Galaxy are my dogs and my family and my closest friends. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I love this team. I will, I will call them out, you know, when they're not playing well enough. Um, I, you know, and, and it, it but look, I'm going to love them through it. That's the other thing. This is an unconditional love, that, but. Don't forget it, ball tank. Don't forget ball tank. I know. I know. I know. I know, but I'm so done with him. Like he just can't finish. Like that kept happening with the open cup matches. It's like. Hey, isn't, isn't that like high school love right there? We're like, I'm so done with him, but now I still love him no matter yeah, what. Yeah, well, you, you want to know where my high school love of my life is? <laughs> both time. Like, no. both time. I hate but I'm just saying, like, nah, it's like, that's, that's done. It's been done. It's, you know, five <laughs> times removed already. So, like, I'm just saying, like, nah, that, that ain't, that is not enough. And, and, It, that's what hurts so much is that I, I really do love this team and this team, you know, is always going to be there. Um, but I, I think that they could be better. Absolutely. They have the talent. They have it. They have the coach. I, I, it's, that's what's so frustrating about this is they have everything. So what the hell is wrong? Mm. What do they need? All right. So without naming names, Ibrahimovic, mm. no, I'm playing as that. <laughs> um, Give me a number from everybody who's in that team about how many people you think should leave the team for either this summer or next season. Well, I don't know if it was realistic to leave this summer. Like, let's say you're the owner and you could say, okay, this is how many people will leave. What is the number for you? Well, I don't, I don't know about the number. Okay, let's, let's, talk, let's talk this through the roster, right? Like, like if I could, Shelvick would be gone. Um, I'm done with Boateng. Uh, I love, 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 love Alessandrini, but at this point we have no choice, um, to be honest with you. Um, let me think about this. Okay. I, I, okay, Bingham, I would uh, now, I, I would have done. Lamson's not the answer, though. He's our backup. Because um, Lamson really didn't do a good job against Timbers. Uh, once so was that, like four guys already? Um, God, I love legit too, but he's not performing I'm done with him. Um, see, I'm thinking about that back line. I think, so what is that? Five now that I'm at? Yeah. So I'm at like five guys that I'm done with. Hmm. Um, you know, like when you talk about like the light of the team, like obviously like Yeah, um, pretty much, pretty much. Well, okay, well, because no, I mean, because look, if I could, like, I, I don't want Zlatan back next season. Like, I just don't. I barely wanted him to be here in the first place. Um, but, like, the promising things, Araujo, uh, obviously Jonathan Dos Santos, uh, Alvarez, both of them, <laughs> uh, Gonzalez, um, Like they're great, you know what I mean? Like they're fantastic. I think that they, they do really well. Pontius I'm on the fence about only because he just hasn't really been that quite of that spark either um, lately. But, you know, I wouldn't kick him off per se. 
Um, Kitchen's been performing really well. In fact, when I saw him in Kansas City, I wanted to interview him and I asked him how it felt to be back. Uh, Romney, I think he he's you know got a good spot in the back. Polenta at first was making mistakes, but all right, I'll keep him. Corona, kind of getting annoyed with. Um, mm. Yeah, so I just feel like we need we need to be able to have two two up top. Uh, we need strikers. I, you know, I think everybody's been saying we need like another striker. My concern was that where's he going to fit? How's he going to fit in? Boateng doesn't fit um, for more than one reason. But yeah, so you know, the, I, I I do think. Oh, Antuna's great, isn't he? He's fantastic. He's doing things for Mexico. My God, I hope he brings that back here. <laughs> mm. Unless they sell him, unless. You know, that could happen. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think so. I, I think he wants to stay as well. Um, uh, I mean, Europe is calling his name. You know, you could yeah. have, you could have somebody like say Ajax come and calling him, uh, Atlético Madrid. Now that a lot of their players are leaving, especially you know, mm-hmm. you know they, mm-hmm. they they have a nice big paycheck and. Man City could use that money, you know. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Steras has been earning his place, but, you know, sometimes he's not consistent. God, Carrasco can just go by. I'm so done with him. <laughs> um, Traore, I think he's still got a chance. Juninho, you know what? I love him, but he's just not the same player either. Cuello, he's still a rookie, but I think once he gets a little more seasoned, he can be fantastic. Zubak is another really great player. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when I'm looking at the roster, like, it's it's not... It's not lacking talent, you know. Yeah. I, I don't mind when when Boateng comes off the bench, you know. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's like the most frustrating thing. It's a love hate relationship. I know. That's what <laughs> happened to me in my in my in my high school sweetheart. You know, I had a love for her. <laughs> her. I hated her. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing about those kinds of things, like. Love is not enough. You need chemistry. You need a lot more things um, to keep but, to keep any kind of relationship running. And if it's not working, they need to go. Also, They've had their chances, right? So you're tr- so you're saying that he burned the food and and he tried to give it he tried to give me pizza. Got it. Yo, he just <laughs> is, that, is that how that works? I wouldn't actually mind that. Um, that's no. It's it's more like it's more like. All talk and no no action to back that up. It's like promising me the world and then not following through. That's the most frustrating thing right now. You know, it's it's. I feel like all of us fans were buttered up that we were told like by Zlatan and GBS and DTK that they were gonna you know care and they were gonna make this happen. And you just you know they were smooth and they 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 sucked us in and then they just like turned around and then like they just. It's like, okay, well, we got butts and seats and we got your money and, oh, well, we'll just wait till next season because we can't get our guys in. Like, what in the F just happened? Mm. What happened What what happened to the roses and chocolates it's over already? It's only halfway through the season, really? I can't even, like, the courting has stopped. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's um, they got too comfortable. I, I don't know what it is. But, you know, but, but like any relationship, like, that's why I said, like, it's, you've got to make it work. You have to work on it. So I just hope that they keep working on it. I hope that they haven't, you know, just went, oh, well, that's the rest of this season. Let's see who we can get in the summer window and then work for next season. It's like, I like 
future thinking. I like long-term thinking. Isn't that ideal for any kind of relationship? But, but you know, I, I like, but then what about right now? Where does that leave us in the present? The present is now. Stop worrying about the future. Like, we need to do this now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, thank you. You don't see your chance, boy. You just go right there, get some flowers. That's all you got to do. Oh you forgive she will forgive yeah. you bring her flowers I'm going to get creeps in my DMs on Twitter now like you can't say stuff like that <laughs> They think it's why a flower bouquet is enough like mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's not even the worst things like I'd rather get flower bouquets than you know chocolate inappropriate pictures and words <laughs> um, some yeah. lovely letters you know and like w- like one galaxy dude I, don't, I forget he's like a, some fellow writer i think for for la something or other and he was just like oh i had to block my first person on twitter today and i was just thinking like bro like you're not a woman that's why <laughs> <laughs> you know and block, blocking is is cheaper and easier than a restraining order let me tell you <laughs> We're not gonna go through that, especially on the last podcast. Oh dear! Especially what what you said at the end that I I had to like quit. I was like, I oh, go. did you cut out? Did you cut out stuff? Oh my god! Well, don't, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up now. People no. are gonna be all curious now. No, hold up, hold up. We got like you said, this podcast is gonna be a little bit knowing about you. So here's the story that <laughs> I did. Saying. I did the MLS. <laughs> I did the MLS females. It was a takeover, which there's going to be a part two in 2020, hopefully. As of right now, that's the case. Um, right at the ending, we I couldn't say you guys, uh, all, um, your name says Sarah's. I, cu- I couldn't say her last name. I couldn't say your last name. Uh, <laughs> and then you you said, you Sarah says names are hard. And then you said yes, and then you said the guy called me Michael, and I just... Yeah, I can't even get my first name written right these days. I mean, now, actually, I got Mitchell the other day. I was like, oh, really? Nothing's new, you know what I mean? But, and the last name I kind of expect, but, yeah. If if you guys want to hear that podcast, just go type in Host Talk, my name, Antonio Rojas. It's a two-hour podcast. Yeah, but it's really fun, like to be on, which is why, like, we're doing this now, you know. But actually, that was one of the funniest episodes of anything I'd been on. Um. <laughs> they couldn't see me through the camera because my my webcam is is off. Yeah, so is mine. I I put my um, I took my mic off a lot of times. That's why you could hear a little bit static because I was dying <laughs> laughing. I just couldn't. <laughs> Because on my mic, I could just put it up and nobody could hear no nothing. Mm-hmm. So I was dying laughing when you said that. That's why I cut it. And I was like, okay, that's it. Bye. Everybody said bye. And I, and I just turned off. I was like, I'm, uh, that's it. When you said those <laughs> words. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, man. So for you, honestly, right now, as somebody who watches, like you said, you want to talk about the women's soccer uh, yeah. World Cup and then the men's World Cup. You uh, just saw the uh, the game just finished between England yes. and USA. There was a, a little bit of controversy, of uh, course, like like always. <laughs> it was a close game, two to one. USA is back in the finals and everything. We're not going to do this political because this I'm not going to deal with uh, it. No man, no it's political. Not, not even on my podcast, so don't go through that. So right now, we're not going to get political with that, but we are going to get political with 
Um, in your honest opinions, Davar, especially in the women's and, and especially on the uh, uh, gold cup for the men. <laughs> That's two your, things. Your, your opinion. <laughs> well, okay, the U.S. men for the gold cup haven't really been challenged. We mowed over Trinidad and Tobago, and um, honestly, like people were saying, like that's that's a revenge game. Um, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. And Curacao, I, I like I said, I uh, I know that we did not look our best, um, and it's Curacao, the poor guys. You know what I mean? Like, okay, and next is Jamaica, and so. Like, no offense to those countries at all, but I just don't feel like the U.S. men... I mean, look, Josie Altador did his thing, right? He also bicycle kicks, and they were also doing terrible crosses. I was like, why is this very familiar? And so, um, honestly, the U.S. men can do better. They must do better. I think it's so funny that Jordan Morris has two assists, and, you know, um, the only person that you know, besides the obvious McKinney and Pulisic that, and obviously Josie, you got to give credit where credit is due. Um, who actually looks good is Paul Ariola. Um, you know, you kind of forget how, how great he is. Like I'm done with Will Trapp. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it, it is frustrating. And like I said, a lot of it is because people say, Oh, you're MLSers or whatever. Um, but we don't, we don't look, we don't look pretty. The, the men have a lot to work on and, as much as I want to win the gold cup, I, I also kind of feel like we don't really deserve it. And I feel like that they're by they, I mean, the, the U S soccer federation is just going to be happy and, and sit back and be a little comfortable again until God forbid, we don't qualify for the next world cup. Like seriously, we can't get comfortable with this. We can't be okay with the choices Berhalter is making. And yeah, no. And in that case, I do blame the coach. And, and it's also another, what the hell is he doing? What is he thinking moment? Not only just like changing up the roster. Um, once again, consistency is super important to me in any relationship in, in my team. Um, I can't, I can't really even like feel confident about the, about the U S men. And to be honest with you, like I'm wearing a Jersey right now for the U.S. team, but it doesn't have three stars over it. So it just feels like the loser men's kit. Um, you know, the U.S. women are the light of our lives right now. They are, um, they're phenomenal. But, you know, a lot of people have been saying, yeah, but they are, they are overmatched um, compared to the other teams. Now, the only teams that really also uh, that I was threatened by was France. Um, and England, actually England today. I mean, look, France, that, that should have been the final. That was a really like intense game. Like the ending, especially like with those late shots from, from both sides. Like that was, that was a really, it was a really amazing match, uh, to watch. And then England, wow. Like they leveled it. You know what I mean? Like for once I was like, wow, the U S women are actually being challenged. Like we might lose this right now. Um, but now that we're through to the final, I just don't feel like anybody's strong enough to win against the U.S. women. And I can say that with confidence, and I hope so. Um, you know, I mean, it, it is hard when you see, like, the, the game against Spain. Uh, Rapino was the only one that scored. That, that is concerning to me. Again, it feels like one person is carrying the entire team. Um, but the U.S. women actually have depth. But here's the thing about the U.S. women. Jill Ellis is not utilizing that depth. What is the point of having such a wonderful bench if you're not going to start certain players or if you're not going to – she subs so late. 
it's the most aggravating thing. And, you know, Rapino obviously heard the critics. She stepped up to the plate and she did well. But before that, you just have to wonder, like, why isn't she subbing her off? Where is Carly Lloyd? Um, you know, so it's, it's decisions like that. It's stuff like that where you just kind of wonder. But then the other thing is, why are the U.S. women doing so well? Is it because the other rest of the world is disenfranchised? Um, you know, that, that we're mismatched like that? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I also think that the U.S. women for now have something more to prove. They have to step it up. They have to, they have to fight harder. Um, you know, they got that lawsuit going on. Um, they've always had that mentality, even back in the, from the 99ers when I interviewed them as well, that they've always had the mentality to, to win. Like this is, this is what they do with their lives. You know what I mean? Like they, and I, I just, there's that urgency. There's that, that sense of team, like they're so unified, that whole team, you know, you actually like can feel it um, with the women, like the men, I just feel like, okay, like two of them are best friends, Roldan and, Christian and Jordan Morris, right? Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, you just don't feel like that urgency, that, that sense of like wanting to win, you know, that the U.S. women do have, you just don't sense that in the men. Um, so that's, that's what I think right now. So U.S. women to the final, U.S. men, I think that they'll make it, but I think that they'll squeak by. And again, that's like really, really frustrating. But what a, what a day July 7th is going to be, huh? Yeah, <laughs> so much, true. so much soccer, so many finals. It's true though. You got the Gold Cup, you mm-hmm. have, I think Women's it's what, Cup. Uh, Copa, Copa America. America. Yeah. It's also ending, and then after that, everybody goes back to their normal lives, and then I go, ah. And we want Mexico to lose just so that way we can get back Jonathan Dos Santos and uh, and Tuna. Well, they're playing tonight, actually. So no, you guys, you guys still gotta wait. You still gotta wait. We still gotta wait. I know. I know. I know. You gotta wait, and then you get the news. And the Galaxy has sold Jonathan Dos Santos to Club America. Nah, you better calm down, man. For for (laughs) for ten million. Uh, and uh, Atuna has been, has been loaned back to Man City and sold them for two point five million wow. to Ajax or PSV. Uh, thankfully, I had a good day, so I'm not triggered by what you just said. Be triggered. Oh, I got a better thing. And Ibrahimovic has signed for another four years. Um. No, no. How dare you? He, no. You know, it was really interesting to me because I think about that. I think about his age, like, and I hate that age as a factor um, um, because I, I think it is Lloyd that's like 37 years old too, right? Um, Who, Ibra? No, Ibra is 38, but I mean on the women's team. Like, there's a player that's 37. I think it is Lloyd. He's 37 too, uh, Ibra. Yeah, yeah, I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want like age to be like a factor per se, but like it is a, it is a fact of life when it, and we're seeing it now in Zlatan, you know, it's so funny when I seen him be, uh, for his conference, cause he was like, Oh, I don't get older. I'm like Benjamin button. I age backwards. And, and, you know, initially it was like that, but like I said, I've been seeing him standing on the pitch. Like he just, he's just not the same. And I, you know, it's just not the same, but look at Carly Lloyd. She's, she's, she's great. I was calling for her. I can't tell you how many times, during the World Cup, and she is she is thirty seven. So, mm, that's good. That's good. <laughs> hey, did else you want to talk about? 
No, that's great, man. Thank you so much. Uh, no problem. <laughs> yeah, so thank you, listeners. Uh, stay tuned. I try to record week to week. Um, it's it's a little tough sometimes in that some recordings fall through, but definitely the finals happening July 7th. I will be having, for sure, Jamie Bacon back on. And, uh, yeah, so stay tuned. Thanks, you guys, so much. And thanks, Antonio, for being on, man. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, I give back <laughs> what you did for the other podcast. I come back. <laughs> Hopefully your listeners don't go like, oh, no, man, this guy's breaking my heart right now. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that what we're going to title this episode, Heartbreak Kid? (laughs) Oh, man, just put that in the push, Shawn Michaels, and you have, like, 3,000 WWE fans come and be like, oh, yeah, it's Shawn Michaels. And it's not, it's it's okay from (laughs) Jersey. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. All right, guys, thank you so much. Stay tuned and uh, tune in to Host Talk. Later. Bye.